0: On today's episode of Hooligans with Halligans, I want to talk to you guys about your um, ability to be a firefighter, the integrity of being a firefighter. What does it mean when somebody asks you what your integrity is? What What do you feel? Um, is integrity and of course you can give the classic oh well it's you know doing the right thing when no one's looking or you can look it up in a dictionary and give the dictionary version of it but it doesn't it doesn't count you know that's that's mindless blabber you know you've been taught that so that's what you say it's not what we do the uh, the thing about integrity is that it's different to everybody at some level, in some way. Um, And uh, we have to understand that it is different to everybody. You know, there may not be anything wrong with your integrity to you, but there might be to somebody else. We have different beliefs, religions, um, stances on things. Um, So it's not as easy as just saying, hey, it's doing the right thing when no one's looking. What the integrity of a firefighter is and what it means is that we're doing the most good at the right time. You know, um, and that's that's to me, that's my personal opinion. And uh, that's part of the decision making process is this like hey um you know what's what's the right decision for this patient to make sure that they're safe what's the right decision for this patient to make sure that they're getting what they want and need um these victims you know are we making the right decisions all this comes down to your integrity even the uh, guy who, it, it, hey, we're, we're not going to wash the truck today because eh, it's not that bad. Okay. It's not that bad. It, that is a negative deal, right? So that's a, that's a negative response out of something. Um, we should want to wash our truck. We should want it to be clean and maintained. You know, we want good working equipment because when it's time to work, it's time to go to work. You know, these are man-made objects that if they're not taken care of, the world will take it back. I mean, if we don't maintain buildings, you see how quickly it takes a building to become dilapidated if nobody's in it. If nobody's inside of a building, it's quickly... um, destroyed partly by people who like to vandalize but you know you you see the weeds grow and vines are taking apart well the point is is that you know even construction equipment gets rinsed off well yeah it's gonna get dirty again but we have to make sure that the mud and crap is off of it and that it's properly oiled and maintained or it breaks And that's where it comes down to the idea of, hey, um, I want to make sure that I'm doing the little things. Because if you do all the little things right, it makes the bigger things easier to do, if that makes sense. So if I wash the truck every day of my shift and everybody else washes the truck every day of their shift... And we properly maintain the piece of equipment when it's time for the larger fixes. You know, um, mechanics having to go inside the engine and um, removing parts and pieces. We don't have bolts rusted on that they have to cut off. We don't have pumps failing because the packing has been completely inundated with crap water. You know, we replace our water if we're running out of um, ponds or stagnant places where you can have debris come in. I mean, even hydrogen water, uh, hydrated, hydrated, oh, places where there are hydrants. Let's just make this easy. (laughs) Um, Like for us, we, we have hydrants in all of our jurisdiction, so we don't even have a tanker. But we still have rust. We still have people who think that it's funny to put pop cans and trash inside the orifices of the um, plugs and things like that. So it's our job to maintain that. It's it's our job to make sure that we're protecting our equipment. And when you just do a simple cleaning, you know, you one, maintain your piece of equipment. Number two, you'll notice these things when hey, that doesn't look right. You know, I've got a piece of Equipment cracking. Uh, let's let's attend to that before it becomes a problem. So the constant attention to detail helps with the long-term maintenance of the vehicle, and that's and that's where it comes back to. Do you have the integrity to wash your rig every shift? Sure, we didn't take it out, but you know what? As much as I trust my brothers on the other shift. It's not their responsibility for my safety. It's not, you know, and they're human. So it's not a bad idea to have a second set of eyes that get put on the same thing, right? So we we do this work where we just double check each other's work. I'm not going to call you out because the air pack is still on the orange, but it's to the left. For me that's not good I'm gonna fill it up past that now it's still touching the orange so on our department that is still okay right that's that's within the limits that the department gives but I set a higher standard for myself and for my shift so I'll go back I will make sure that that bottle is full to my specifications because I just have a higher standard not that my standards better but that is my standard right so my standard i keep up to i don't give in i don't go oh well yeah you know i guess i can just let that one slide and sometimes you know you can let things slide sometimes you can um allow things to go easier because you're looking at the bigger picture Hey, we need to go rest. We need to take showers, get this carcinogen off us. That's, that's the little more, that's the more important thing. You know, we're prioritizing things, and that's okay. That's having integrity. But then you still come back to it, right? At some point, you're coming back to that um, instance. So, uh, um, yeah, that, that comes down to your integrity, do you have the integrity to come back to what um, what you're doing? Do you have the integrity to, you know, maintain your level of expectation of yourself and of others? If you allow your expectation of yourself to change, first of all, sometimes we should. You know, we it's it's a we're battering ourselves. We're giving ourselves a little less of a leash, or we're giving ourselves a little more of a leash, and giving ourselves you know more or less responsibility based upon our honest opinion of ourselves and our abilities. You know, but you have a standard to keep for yourself. That's number one, period, right? Um, we. <laughs> We don't do enough to make sure that we're, we're keeping ourselves accountable for ourselves because you can't keep other people accountable for their actions if you're not keeping yourself accountable for your actions, right? We all screw up, but I'm the first one to admit when I screw up, like, oh, I did this wrong, you know? I didn't wear my hood into the fire the other day, and one of my cadets saw that. What kind of picture am I painting for that cadet? Oh, I'm saying it's okay. I can't say that that's okay. Because that's a, that's a serious health risk. It's a safety risk. I just... I plain didn't have it. You know, I got into a rush. I needed to get into that house with my partner. And I just forgot my hood. I forgot it. It's not that... I made a conscious decision to go oh well I'm going to have to you know risk it through this one because of this or that I I plain plumb forgot it I'm honest with myself I screwed up So when we got back to the station we kind of talked about it and my number one thing is I always to be completely honest if you notice somebody screwed something up if I put somebody else in danger or myself I want somebody to call it out I want somebody to tell me hey you're an idiot, and I'll look at you and go, yep, you caught me, I'm an idiot, and that's kind of what I did, and I did a self-assessment of um, what I did wrong, and what I can do to better that, and not have that happen again, I've gotten in the habit, when I'm the driver, we were working on a two-man truck, right, so coming back to what my department works, we have a minimum staffing of two, with a maximum staffing of three, Right, we don't even cover NFPA, so we kind of run in a different little form. Um, and uh, as as I'm surprised to find out that there's a lot of departments out there that do that. I didn't know that. Uh, I thought we were just like this weird little department that was just trying to bust through the glass of being, you know, a fully volunteer department with drivers and I. I don't know. A lot of people are making this transition in this fashion. That's going to be another episode, I think, um, talking about that transition and how you manage that transition for yourself. Um, So, I have the integrity to sit back and go, okay, well, since I was a driver, all I did was put my hitch on, my bunker pants, and um, I drove to the scene. When I got to scene, I managed on my parking where, where I'm going to park, and set up, got my pumping gear, got the right line charged. And then because I hadn't paid enough attention, I didn't notice that the officer or the other firefighter, um, his game plan was to go straight in the door and let's just get this knocked down real quick. Um, we got there in time that he felt that that's what we could do. Um, I'm not looking at these situations, I'm not doing the 360, I'm not making these decisions, so I don't know. But I should have been paying attention to what he was doing and what he was calling for. He was calling for a charged line. Okay. I charged the line, my next move should have been to put the rest of my gear on and to meet him. Well, I didn't do that, I charged the line, then I went back to start kind of grabbing my gloves and becoming the engineer because i assumed he was going to do a transitional attack and i was going to have some time to get other things done like maybe hook a hydrant up um but then i realized no we're making an interior attack and i fell behind the eight ball so for me it's going back and saying hey um so anytime we have a fire alarm or more I'm getting fully geared, so the only thing I have to do is grab an air pack and a mask off the back because, obviously, in a driver's seat, we don't have air packs in the driver's seat. So I have to grab mine from either the back cab or the back compartment. Um, And I think I'm going to just start grabbing from the back compartment because trying to grab an air pack out of the seat is kind of hard and awkward. You have to get up into our cab to do it. And... uh, it seems like when you look at it at first, like, that, well, that's the obvious choice because it's right there. It's the seat behind you. <laughs> but time-wise, maybe it's easy to just go to back cab and grab the air pack that is, you know, I shouldn't say less secure, but secured in a way that allows me to grab it quicker and grab an air pack quicker instead of having to jump all the way back up into a cab. I just have to lift up a door and... Grab the stuff. So I I made a self-assessment. Okay, what can I do to not run into this issue again? Number one, pay attention, make a game plan. If I'm not thinking the same thing he is right off the bat, or if I have any thought that maybe we are on different pages, I should be just double checking before we get out of the rig. What's your plan? What do you want to do? What's your initial? You know whatever and i have the self-integrity to be critical of myself on places that deserve me to be critical and i am good on myself I, i gave myself prompts for hey you know i did this right i made this assessment right i pulled up to the trailer I pulled to the side of the trailer, realized this is a trailer fire. We have smoke and rollout flames showing. It's not going to take long for this to fail, so I'm not going to park this rig 10, 20 feet away from it. I'm going to pull past it and make it about a 35 foot, you know, from the trailer itself. Because luckily in trailer courts, we can get right up onto it, but then again, you can get right up onto it. Unlike, you know, normal houses where you drive up a lane. Um, or you're off on the road. Uh, granted, you know, there were still some issues with that, and I learned from it, but I made the right decision um, in the way of thought process, right? So, new guy had the right thought process, but it wasn't 100%. And I learned from it. And that's what every fire should be number one, a learning process. We all went home safe, everything's okay as long as you learn your lessons you do things the right way next time if you did anything wrong or you better what you've done right and make it more efficient and better that's what we should do every time dogs are playing if you guys can hear them in the background um but that's that's the integrity right and if you don't have self-integrity you can't expect other people to have integrity You cannot expect out of other people what you don't expect of yourself. I say it myself. I do it myself because sometimes I have my way of doing it because I've learned, but I tell some of my cadets and I tell some of the new guys, do as I say, not as I do because I can do it this way because I'm educated enough. I've taken the time to learn how to not necessarily make a shortcut but make a more efficient you know decision but if you're not trained to make that more efficient decision you need to go back to the basics and do it that way there are times where i feel like oh yeah i know how to forcible entry i'm i'm like a lover of forcible entry i will walk up to a door thinking this is how i'm going to do it this is the most efficient way this is not how you're taught how to do it this is how i've come to train myself to understand that I can do it this way and then there's a kink in that theory and oh all of a sudden now I've got to go back to the basics I have to revert and say oh I've got to I've got to do this you know I I have to go back Um, I have the education I have the time on and I have the time on the tools to be able to make that efficient decision because I know when it will and when it'll work it's like going from class 101 to class 201 right class 201 they can do things a little differently they can not necessarily cut corners but they can do things differently because they're advanced not the basic they're advanced at what they're doing so understand your education level do not exceed it push that education level on a training ground, not when it's life or death in the real thing, Right. Have that integrity to say, we're gonna do it this way, which I know is not the best way, but it's the safest way for us to do it. Right? Making that judgment call. Um, there are people that uh, people that I talk to and they're like, Hey, you know, what do you feel about running on the fire ground? I said, You will you move with purpose. Okay, what do you feel about running on the fireground? You move with purpose, and they said, "What do you mean by that? Do you mean walk by walk with purpose?" And I said, "No, I said move with purpose." Sometimes you have to run. Parapet wall coming down. Are you going to walk with purpose away from a falling parapet wall? Absolutely not. Are you going to properly? Hand over foot. Make sure there's two on the rung. Think about it consciously as you're climbing up a ladder to save a person out of a window. No, you're going to push that limit. You're going to, um, you're going to use your training and your expertise on the ladder because you've been on the ladder enough. You know what you're capable of, and you're going to put that to the edge. You're not going to go over the edge. You're going to put that to the edge right? So having the integrity to be able to say, hey, no, we're going to do it this way because it's the better way. You look at your crew and see how experienced or inexperienced they are. You look at yourself and know how experienced or inexperienced you are. You don't act, right? This isn't fake it till you make it. But I did hear one thing that I do like when we're talking about this right now. I did like the theory of if you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what to do just do something look busy right because we all know the basics if you are a firefighter if you're on a fire department doing firework you should have at least your basic firefighter education in your state right go back to the basics go back to what you were taught okay okay uh, looks like we could use another line. I'm gonna just grab another line and pull it off the truck. I'm not freelancing because I'm not doing actual work on the fire, the firehouse or whatever. I'm I'm just doing something. This may or may not be helpful. And if I get yelled at that this isn't what needs to be done, I'm gonna stop doing that. And I'm gonna say, Well what do you want done? And then I'm gonna get an answer. I'm going to get something right done. That that idea, I like it, you know, as long as it's done right. Obviously, every department's a little different. Everyone's expectations are different, your SOPs and SOGs are different. So, when I talk about this stuff, take it with a grain of salt. Number 1. Number 2, apply what I'm saying to your department. Does it work? Does it not work? Is it bullshit what I'm saying or is it actually worthwhile? You know, I'm not here to judge that. I'm not here to tell you that. I'm here to just blabber on and hopefully I make some sort of connection with you guys out there and that you can take something from this podcast because I'm wasting almost a half hour of your guys' time every time you listen. But, you know, it, it's, it's that point. And I want to just be very clear when I say, hey, you know, the integrity aspect of it, number one, starts with you. And then you can expect the integrity out of others. So, from the littlest thing as picking up the trash when you miss the trash can, to the biggest things of properly maintaining your equipment and making sure that when you maintain that equipment, you're doing it the right way, or the best way possible, you know to when you're in a house you're not stealing panties or money or whatever crazy other things that you've seen in the news that some firefighters have done if you make it in the news it better be about a harrowing thing you make it in the news for pretty much anything else I can guarantee you it's not going to be good (laughs) Um, I do everything I can to stay out of even just the pictures of a fire scene um but you gotta have that integrity what's the right thing do we make jokes on scene yeah i do should you have the integrity to know and understand the people around you before you say something yeah you probably should just saying so that's that's the point having the integrity to do the right thing when no one's looking is a perfect starting point point honestly ask yourself and ask the rest of your crew what does integrity personally mean to you? give me give me a scenario where you or somebody else showed you integrity that is stuck with you. because if something has stuck with somebody, if we can say, oh yeah that that spoke volumes to me that's gonna remind them of that time and they're gonna hold that a lot better. and uh, you know, it starts with you. It always starts with you. And it ends with you. But you cannot expect anything from somebody else if you cannot expect it from yourself. Period. And that's it. So, again, going back, integrity, guys, is important. It's everything that we do. It's everything that we do. And it's a part of everything we do. And hopefully, I'm going to be talking about empathy on the next episode. Um, And it'll come back to the integrity aspect of things. It'll come back to doing the right thing when no one's looking. All that good stuff. So, you guys have a wonderfully safe day. I hope to hear from you guys soon. And um, we are continuing to work on making this podcast better. So, if you have any thoughts or processes um, the main um, podcast link is on anchor.fm um, we are currently working at making sure that we get to iTunes, Google Play Spotify, that way we can reach as many people as possible um, again we are going to be at FDAC on Friday, doing the stair climb, going through the exhibits um, if anyone finds Leroy talk to me we'll see what we can do and uh let me know what you've got going on uh, in your mind about what we can do but everybody have a safe shift go home safe do the right thing be a hooligan grab a howl again